I tried um, to contact because there was old that old couple had died in the house I filmed my pre thesis in mm-hmm. in the middle of the country and when I, the the day after we finished filming I went back to like clean stuff up by myself and like I'd really wanted to communicate with I don't really believe in ghosts but I want to and the grandpa died in the hallway so I was in the hall and I was like hey just wanted to thank you for letting us use your house like is there anything <laughs> you want to say to me like I was kind of just waiting to feel a gust of wind and like nothing and then he happened. threw a candle past your or, face like, you're like oh exactly. shit exactly I was waiting for someone to be like get out on the side of the wall like, <laughs> get out of my house you queer but it didn't happen unfortunately You're listening to Bad Romance. Terrible first dates, embarrassing kisses, and awkward threesomes. Everyone has these stories, and Bad Romance is the place to hear everyday people tell theirs. Welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Mark Maustrom. I'm here with uh, Maddie and Kyle. Hi. So you guys have some pretty good stories for us. Yeah, I think for this particular episode, St. Patrick's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we got some nice little rowdy, rustling... Drunken escapades? Yes. yes. <laughs> Both of you are Irish, right? Just to confirm. Actually... I'm Irish. Are you really? Of course I am. <laughs> Why do you say of course? I mean, it kind of goes... I mean, me and Sinead O'Connor have a lot of things in common, <laughs> sure. I would say. <laughs> I should have guessed. Mm, I'm actually, uh, so my grandmother was Irish Polish. So technically, even though it is a quarter of what I am. And it's enough. It's also It's Irish. enough to wear the Kiss Me I'm Irish shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't wear green, a lot of dudes just want to pinch my butt. Mm. Being a <laughs> woman is so much fun. Oh yeah. It's yeah so it's good. extra great. fun in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my story is, takes place <laughs> to... I'm sorry, I'm already laughing. This is a very vulgar story, so if you're <laughs> offended by gay people talking about their sex life, then you should fast forward. Then find a different minutes. podcast, because yeah, fuck also you. Find yeah, find a different podcast. 2018. <laughs> but yeah, so I had come home, there's this, I was having trouble, <laughs> I'm being so big, I was having legal trouble junior year of college, and so... That summer, my parents were like, you need to get home. They just were worried about me and wanted to kind of keep tabs on me to make sure I wasn't going to Sylvia Plath myself or anything. So I, of course, was home for a couple weeks and got really bored. So I started talking to this guy. I'm just going to use his real name because he... Fuck it. I started <laughs> talking to this guy named Eduardo on Tinder and he seemed really nice. So after my parents went to bed, I like snuck him over into my house and like into my room because it was very 16-year-old stuff, but I had, you know, stunted development as an adolescent because I was in the closet, so I figured, hey, this is me reclaiming my teenage years, and he was really um, funny and kind of intelligent and had just this really dark sense of humor, and he was so just unlike the people that I knew in UT film school. He had just such a lack of pretension, was really down-to-earth and just kind of just very engaging to hang out with, and... He also had, like, the best butt I've ever squeezed. It was, like, bags of flour. Very important. It is. Bags of flour? Yeah. It was... Like, you just take a, them and just be like... Like, firm? Yeah, like it was just, like, firm. Like, a big bag of like mulch from Home Depot. Powdery. You know, it's kind of satisfying to feel through the back. Like, that's what his butt was like through underwear. I'm thinking more of it's, like, a bean bag that, like, you just had for the longest time. You just, like... 
like it's collapsing right. into. That too, man. And I have like serious intimacy issues. So it was like for so me cuddling with somebody is actually kind of terrifying. And he was probably the first person I'd ever cuddled with. I was like twenty, and um, but I really liked it. Like I didn't even mind like suffocating under his two hundred degree body heat because I was just like, this is nice. Like while I was like panting, but the. One of the issues started to be, you know, we were hanging out every night. We got really close. He would use these little terms of endearment with me and text me all the time. I didn't really know what we were. But whenever I would try to initiate sexual things, he would always kind of be like, oh, I'm tired. And, like, every time we'd watch a movie, he'd fall asleep. And I just didn't think anything of it because he was kind of a stoner. So I was like, yeah, of course. Like, he's been smoking weed all day. Like, he's not going to make it past. He's been working so hard, smoking weed (laughs) all day. He's so tired. Just give him the time. (laughs) Right. Driving around in his freaking Tesla or something. He was rich, too. Um... (laughs) Like, I knew, I realized he was rich one time. We went to Whataburger, and they forgot my fries, and he drove back and demanded them to give me fries for free and, like, give us a refund. And I was like, that's such a rich person thing to do is to spend $5 and then try to get it back because someone forgot... But I because that's five dollars you'll never get back. Right? That's, that's how you become rich. Is you just you <laughs> haggle to pinch every yeah. single penny. I'm gonna but go I to every really Waterburger across the state of Texas. You forgot my fries. You don't remember me. <laughs> you forgot my fries. Right. Or be like spicy, more spicy ketchup. <laughs> damn it! You can um, flip spicy ketchup for quite a bit of money. Oh, true. <laughs> you can sell it on eBay. Oh yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that, we just had like a couple little adventures together and I really started to kind of fall for him. Like I was pretty in love with him, I would say. And so it was the night before I was going to go back to Austin to start the next semester of college. And I was like, you know what, tonight, like you should ask him. I was just like, hey, do you want him? I was thinking in my head, like, do you want to be my boyfriend or like something serious? I don't know what this is, but I like you and I'd like to keep talking to you. And so at first I brought it up as what I did say to him was like, hey, would you want to like visit me in Austin like for a weekend and stay with me testing the waters? And he got all excited. And I was like, that's a good sign. And then we were kind of in bed. And once again, I tried to init- initiate sexual things and he fell asleep. And um, <clears throat> so I fall asleep too. And I wake up to his phone ringing at like maybe 12.45 p.m. And he answers and I hear him talking to this guy on the other end. I can't really hear what's going on. And I'm kind of half asleep, so I'm not paying attention. And he hangs up the phone and goes, hey, like, my friend is really drunk at the club and he needs somebody to pick him up. And I was half asleep, so I didn't think, like, well, why can't he take an Uber? I (laughs) I wasn't, I wasn't thinking through. And I was like, yeah, sure. And he was like, you should come with me. And I was like, okay. So we were riding over and I remember... I can't possibly drive this car by myself. Right. Someone <laughs> has to have legs for the pedals. Exactly. And I only want to use my arms for it's the a, It's wheel. a stick shift and yeah, I would have to <laughs> operate the stick while he drove. And, oh, that sounded really loaded. I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Actually, we were holding hands in the car ride and I remember a TLC song came on that he knew I liked and so he held my hand and that was sweet. That was the last sweet thing that happened with Eduardo. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh no. <laughs> and so we're driving, and I realize we're not even driving downtown. We're going into the suburbs, and I'm like, what the f- hell? We're in the suburbs of Plano. We pull up to this it's random kind of. The suburbs of Plano. Yeah, I was like, is there some secret backdoor gay bar at like a mm. McMansion in yes. the suburbs? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wouldn't put it past gay people to have a secret <laughs> club in the fucking Plano suburbs. <laughs> But, so we pull up to this house, and there's this freaking, like, five-foot-five white boy, like, spread eagle on the grass, 
on the front yard, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, no. And so he's like... It was an eyes wide shut situation. It was. I was like, what's going on? And Eduardo's like, okay, full disclosure, like, he wasn't at the club. He just took a bunch of Molly and really wanted someone to hang out with, and I was worried you would be annoyed. And for some reason, I wasn't mad at him, because... As much of a bitch as I am, when I like somebody, I lose my spine. I'm realizing through telling this story. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, I don't want to just leave him alone on his front yard, like, rolling really hard. And so he gets in the car, and Eduardo is like, would it be cool if he came and just spent the night, like, on your couch? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm not going to leave this, you know, dude f- fucked up on drugs out in the world. Mm-hmm. And so we're driving back, and I'm in the passenger seat. Eduardo's driving, and this... Dude, well, I'll call him Ryan. He's in the back seat. <laughs> and so we're just kind of sitting there, and he leans forward in between us and kind of looks at me really long. And I look out the window because it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you're really cute. And I go, oh, thanks. <clears throat> and I kind of look at Eduardo to see if there's a reaction, and Eduardo's just looking at the road. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so <laughs> Ryan leans back. And then he waits a couple of seconds, and then he leans forward again, and is like, can I kiss you? What? And no. so then I was like, no, no, um, I'm, no. I'm sorry, like, I, I, I literally said, like, I haven't brushed my teeth, is <laughs> what I said. And I look at Eduardo as if, like, cueing him to be like, hey, tell this dude to shut the fuck up, and he doesn't say anything. I still don't have alarm bells yet, because that's how, as hard as I like to pretend I am, I'm very naive. Mm. And he leans forward a third time, and it's just like, you know, I just really want to suck your dick. And I was just no! like... Yeah, it's the and I was, threes, yeah. That was the, it was! It was like a screenwriter wrote it. It doesn't even sound <laughs> real when I say it, but it truly happened. You were just stuck in this car ride, and this is just happening? <laughs> this is just happening, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, and so I was like kind of uncomfortable, but I get it. When you're on Molly, you would fucking... And try to impregnate a mailbox like it, it just is it is what it is so I kind of understood and like we get there and to my house and Ryan goes to the bathroom and Eduardo's like hey like I just want to make sure you're comfortable I know he was being weird in the car and I was like you know it's it's no big deal I get it he's on drugs or whatever yeah and so then i go outside to have a cigarette and like eduardo i come back into an door i hear eduardo talking to ryan in the bathroom and like eduardo comes out and he's like hey so like we have some molly and like extra and ryan was like wondering if you would want to do a (laughs) three-way just just slides it in there just kind of like it's like a grocery list of just like Mm -hmm. hey um i need you to go to the store and i want some eggs some cheese maybe (laughs) some new bread a threesome probably some capri suns just like in case (laughs) exactly just that very very casual it's great because he wouldn't engage with you at all before this he would occasionally but no not at all and so... This was the only time that he was actually this, considering it. This was the first time in weeks. Like, we had just been cuddling every night, so there was... And talking all the time, so there was still a lot of intimacy, but there wasn't a huge sexual component. Right. And then he's just like, threesome. Exactly. He's like, listen, I know I've been, you know, sort of... <laughs> sort of distant. <laughs> I've been, you know, inside my shell, but I'm ready to have a threesome now, so... <laughs> let's do it. Right. Because, like, you know that old saying where they're just kind of like, you, you, you can't... You, you just got hit the ground running. This dude fucking decided just to plop down his fucking Tesla on your road of your love life and just go, 
let's just hit 100 miles per hour right now. Exactly, right exactly. You know, Zero to 100. Every wow. time I see somebody in the club that I like, I go up and I immediately propose a threesome because that's that's the <laughs> best way to because go. Because what if they say yes? I mean, yeah, what do you have to lose? That's why I asked, what did you have to lose? You didn't exactly. really respect me, so it was like, fuck. And at this point, I was still so naive. I didn't realize this had all been orchestrated. Of course, this was a plan uh, to wait. get... Like, as if you've been, like, groomed this entire time for this moment? Or, like... Well, it'll, it'll be... <laughs> it'll, you'll see. You'll he, asked you out, he asked you out, like, four months ago. No. Knowing <laughs> it was going to lead to this threesome. That not, was the only plan. Like, not that far in advance, but I'm sure that night, like, Eduardo... Because that's why he initially had, had it under the guise of my friends drunk were going mm-hmm. to pick him up at the club. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it became my friends on Molly, can he stay at your place? And then it became, right. can we have a three-way... And in my warped, um, poor self-esteem brain that I had at the time, I was like, you know what? We've barely had any intercourse. Um, if he wants to have a three-way, I'm going to blow this other little fucking tiny white dude out of the water. Like, let's go. <laughs> you know? I so was, then it became a competition. In my, in my head, I was just like, okay. if he thinks he's not sexually interested in me, wait till he sees my dick compared to this little fucking dude. And <laughs> I mean, sorry, I, I know I shouldn't. Whatever. I'm just going to be honest. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so the problem is that like we're hanging out and like we're just getting ready or whatever and Ryan just starts talking and talking and I can tell he's saying things that Eduardo necessarily doesn't necessarily doesn't want him to say but because he's on Molly you don't have a filter it's a stream of you think in your oh. mouth as Carrie Fisher would say. What? And so saying? he starts talking about like all the times he's had sex with Eduardo in the last couple of weeks. Mm. And so, yeah. And it was the kind of thing where, like, we hadn't defined what we were, so realistically, I shouldn't have been mad, but, like, I thought it was special. Like, cuddling is a really intimate thing, and just the way he would talk to me, and he read his love horoscope to me one time. Like, I thought, you know, I kind of thought he was buttering me up, and I realized that he's fucking this dude in an abandoned rental house all the time. Oh, God. Yeah. No, and no. also, Eduardo <laughs> literally told me to my face, like, yeah, I don't ever bottom, which in the gay community means you're the one who gets penetrated. I shouldn't have whispered that. You're the <laughs> one who gets penetrated. <laughs> Lean into the mic. And Eduardo's yes. like, yeah, I don't ever do that shit. Because he was one of those, like, yeah, I'm gay, but I don't suck dick type of guys, which, <laughs> which usually I hate, but he was just so funny. I was just like, wants, just want to suck a bro's dick. Just want to suck a bro's yeah, dick. No, that's good. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. Look at ancient Greece or whatever. <laughs> Not that they would use ancient Greece to justify it. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Just let me jack you off. Not gay, bro. Not gay. Not right. gay. Exactly. Just a bro job. And so, Just a bro job. <laughs> that is what they call it in, like, gay porn websites. <laughs> what? It's always, like, street college boys seduced. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious. And it's these gay dudes who are like, oh. yeah, like, I've never been with a guy before. I'm, I'm really nervous. And they pop a boner immediately. And I'm like, sure, Jan, you've never, this doesn't excite you at all. <laughs> that dick did not slide in there that well. That right? That butthole is just magically uh-huh. already, like, the size of a, do- a silver dollar without even... <laughs> Oh, I mean. Shows you how much porn that I actually searched. I have never heard this term. I thought that you were just making it up off the spot, Mark. <laughs> oh, no. It's real. It's real, uh, unfortunately. The internet is such a beautiful and terrible place. 
Oh, that's great. It is. What what would we do without the internet? That's true. How would people hear this without the internet? That's true. How would people propose their bullshit three ways if they didn't have <laughs> porn's worldview enforced on us since age twelve to make us think that anything someone else suggests is fun and normal? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm just. I mean, obviously, I said yes. I could have said no. I can't blame him. Um, but yeah. So then Ryan's like, "You want to see a video of me and Eduardo fucking?" And I was like, no. <laughs> but he pulled it out anyway because he had the, he already had it in the idea in his head. And he, you know, he could have been talking to a wall at that point. It doesn't matter when you're on Molly. And he, like, pulls out this video of him fucking Eduardo. Now I feel bad for using Eduardo's name because I just realized <laughs> this is where the story goes. <laughs> fucking him and the ass, which Eduardo said he never takes it in the oh. ass. Right. And Eduardo is screaming like, Daddy! Like, really loud. Oh, and I'm no. just like, this is a hell. I was going to ask you to be my boyfriend. And, oh. like, and it devolved into that. And so, yeah. So then I, the three-way didn't actually happen. Well, it, it started to... That's the saddest thing when I look back on it, is I still was, like, thought it was salvageable. I still was, like, so disoriented. I didn't... I. I don't know what happened. Did you take the Molly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's what it was, honestly. Yeah. I took a little bit of the Molly, so I can't pretend to be Mother Teresa here because, you know, I... But at the, at the same time, like, mm. you had... It was a situation that you were completely uncomfortable with, but also you were being taken advantage of in this, like, scenario of this guy getting you in his car, picking up this other guy, and bringing him to, like... The place that you were already spending the night. Yeah. And it was it was already like a terrible situation to go, and it's especially like when you're so in love with someone. Wait, were you your feel like you're in love with parents someone. home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. What? I thought. It... <laughs> I thought. I hope, I hope your door locked. Oh, it does. <laughs> They're totally downstairs the whole time. Like this is playing out not as loudly as I make it sound. But like, <laughs> but yeah, it was, I'm sure they knew something, something was, was going on. Yeah. My dad came upstairs one time and opened the door and the door that was in bed with me and I was <laughs> doing something to him. And that was, that was very, very uncomfortable. But after that, he didn't go in my room anymore. So I was mm, like, Whatever. yeah, no, it's smart of him. Yeah. I mean, my parents are cool. Like they, I don't, I don't even know. The only thing that would have made like the sex tape of Eduardo and Ryan uh-huh. fucking is if it was shot like the room where it was just kind of like there's like these cinematic shots but then it goes from like film and then digital and then film and then digital <laughs> and like just right. just like an awful. insert of their hands gripping yeah. on the sheet. Yeah. Yeah, it was directed very poorly. The lighting was poor. <laughs> directed by you Tommy. You can't do on. anything with small dicks anyways, doesn't matter how well you light it. So <laughs> <laughs> They, need, they, they didn't have that <laughs> fluffer. You always have the fluffer. <laughs> yeah. Fluffer, you got I was fluffer. basically the fluffer. That's all I was good for. <laughs> yeah. That and, that and you held the camera. That and... <laughs> <laughs> I held my ego and oh. dropped off the cliff. But yeah, so that happened and they, they kind of left. And once they left, that's for some weird reason, that's when I was finally like, oh, this was all very weird. <laughs> and I was like, man, I don't think I should ask him to be my boyfriend now. <laughs> just, just because, Now that I think about it, maybe about not. It. 
You know, I don't judge anyone for their sexual proclivities. You do you, whatever you're comfortable with. But I was like, if this, even if he did agree to date me, if this was what the relationship was going to be constituted of, is me having to contend with different penises around all the time and all these drugs. Like, I don't need anything appealing to, like, the worst aspects of my nature. Yeah. I need to appeal to the better angels of my nature. <laughs> yes. And I was like, and yeah. not that three ways are immoral, but just for me, like, I, I'd like to just do my laundry next to somebody and listen to a jazz record and maybe occasionally smoke some pot. Like, you know, I don't want to have to be doing, like... You don't want to have to compete. I don't want to have to compete. I don't want to have to do this super liberated lifestyle and act like I'm loving it and I feel so free because it doesn't make me feel great, you know? Yeah. It doesn't. Not that I... It, sure, for other people it's fulfilling, but for me it's not. And so they left, and I was really dramatic, and it was like the sun was coming up, and I would just chain-smoked on my porch listening to that bank song had just come out that went, Anything you would give me to the altar! And it's <laughs> like, it's this whole, like, angry song, and I was like, Fuck you, Eduardo! <laughs> my mom woke up and was like, What the hell are you doing on the porch at 6 a.m.? And I was like, Oh, just got Failed my heart broken. <laughs> Failed threesome. Sorry, mom. But then we went to a Dixie Chicks concert that night, and I got to sing along to Goodbye Earl. And so, you so know, and here we it was are. all fine. And I still follow Eduardo on Snapchat, so I see. Sure. I like to. You still see Ryan every once in a while? Oh, God. <laughs> no, I see, I see other tiny little white boys, mm. and I'm like. Mm. So you also have a story. I do. Pretty Ooh. good story. Yeah. About drunken escapades. Drunken escapades. Um, don't elect yourself liable to copious amounts of drinking from your friends. Unless it's your 21st birthday, then like, by all means, have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story really just starts out in the fact that on... The our college campus where mm-hmm. Mark is from and Kyle is from and all of our mutual friends are from. Um, I had recently become more or less like the main showrunner along with like two other people, but because like I had the title of executive producer, everyone was just like, "Oh, we gotta like celebrate this! This is so crazy! This is so cool! This is like our time." Um, the title of the party was Blackout Party, and I just thought because Uh-oh. like in the description. <laughs> Everyone had just said, like, we're all black. Like, we're going to be classy AF. And I got, like, super Everybody psyched. show up in tuxedos. <laughs> I bet you were the best dress there. Not Aww. not that it was any competition at all. Maddie saw a blackout party. Hashtag no <laughs> she style. Got this fucking cocktail black dress. And then everybody else was just... I was fancy. I had was leather fancy. shoes. <laughs> I, had, I had my leather jacket. I forget what I was wearing. Um, stilettos. Stilettos. Um, my, my, my real good pumps, but, uh, the, I get there and everyone like looks nice. Everyone's having a good time. Mm-hmm. We're out on this rooftop of a apartment complex, but like it was one of the ones where it's not actually the roof. It's just kind of like this more or less like a, like a, uh, like a courtyard courtyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. And, um, there was like a game of beer pong happening as soon as you got into the courtyard and it led into somebody's apartment and it was really, really fancy and classy and it was awesome. But as soon as I walked in, everyone's like, hey, what's up? It's the blackout party. We're going to get the executive producer blackout drunk. And I was like, oh, no. 
We still God. thought blackouts were cute back then. That's what's scary. Because <laughs> we're like, that's that's so cool. I don't remember anything. I'm so cool. Oh, like, was that was that pre twenty one or post twenty one? Pre twenty one. I so was that's so exactly. That's yeah. when it's fun. That's like, whenever. That's whenever. Like your body... drinking does not become fun after you can just do it legally. <laughs> well, not even that. It's just like your body is constantly deteriorating, right? Like whenever mm. you're in that stage of like eighteen to twenty, like your body's at your prime. So you can go out drinking one night, and the next day, all it takes go is like take three hours final. of sleep. Yeah, yeah. We're, already de- we're already deteriorated. I know. <laughs> like we're we're so deteriorated by now. <laughs> Thank God, though, because if I could still get away with binge drinking, I probably would. Honestly, so I'm kind of grateful for nature for not being worse and ripping the bottle out of my cold dying hands. And be like, no more for you, bitch. Unless you want to be hungover three days. Oh, that's how long they last now. Oh. <laughs> but um, at first. Like, it was all in good fun, and we had all taken our pictures beforehand of, like, everyone looking nice mm. and, like, just taking pictures with each other. Everybody in their tuxedo. Yeah, everyone I, I think they're Brant. Of course, Brant. Yes. So I can mention him by name, because he doesn't do anything else in the story other than, like, he looked really Show up nice. Show in a tuxedo. He, he, was in, he was in a vest. It was, like, a black vest with, like, a, a white shirt that was rolled up and nice. a black tie. Mm-hmm. I remember it because he Classic. was the nicest dressed dude there. Everybody mm-hmm. else was like in like black t-shirts and jackets. It was actually kind of like cold. I think this was like maybe February, mm-hmm. January, kind of like junior year. No, sophomore year. Yeah. Um, we were very young. Um, we were. So as the party progressed, like we're all just like drinking and taking shots and uh the the biggest mistake that i made was this one guy that was there who had been with our show only for a little while had brought a handle of fireball Hmm. and if for those of you who don't know fireball Mm -hmm. is the um spawn of satan it is, it is pure fire in a bottle, and it's gross. And, and sugar. And sugar. It's just coolant, really. It's, it's a way to get girls to drink whiskey. Yes. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I certainly did, because he hands me the hand, and he's just like, you just keep drinking until I say stop. And at that point, I had a couple, oh, no. and I was oh, like, no. okay. Then and I took it back. Mm-hmm. It's just straight from the handle. I'm oh, not hearing God. anything. Other than me gulping down the fireball. And, and like he started like counting. He was like, one, two, three, four, he five. He didn't any other numbers. No, he started faltering because he couldn't believe that I kept on swallowing. He stopped at seven and then somebody was like, Maddie! And I was like, and I just like dropped the handle away. I was like, huh. like in a, was like, in a is trance. Is everything okay? Like I thought that like somebody had like fallen, but everyone was like looking at me, just amazed. You're just of, waterboarding like, yourself with fireball. Pretty much. I'm five foot two, so everyone's like, she she should have collapsed by now. Like, that's you, not possible. You commit to everything that you do in your life very fully. <laughs> so this all is of the same. To- I don't know what phrase oh, to use there, but oh. I, I see it. And here's, and so, like, I'm going to get to the romance eventually, but I need to show you, like, how far I was yeah. in order for my personality to change in this moment that was pseudo-romantic in someone's mind. Um, after that, I had, I think maybe I had, like, a mixed drink that had, like, Sprite in it or something to balance myself out from all the liquor that I just had. And, a mixed um, drink to cool down. A mixed drink to cool <laughs> down everything. But, um... Just six shots. 
Right. Here's the thing: Taking if you if you know me and you know whenever I get really drunk and you've seen me when I'm really drunk, I am prone to giving speeches, mm-hmm. whether they are personal to you, yeah. catered to mm-hmm. you, or for a whole congregation. For someone in most, another room who can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, it's both. Most of the time, just why not have both? Um, You're a leader, baby. Well, thank you. But this, I think this was actually the first documented instance. <laughs> I say documented because there was a lot of snaps of this moment. Um, I got up on whoever's apartment that we were at. I got up on their couch and I started ranting about college for some reason. And I was like, you guys, you were in school. We're doing the thing. We're like trying so hard. We spent so much money on this stupid education. But it's not about the education. It's about what you do with it and the things that you make and all the stuff. And we're here because we make things together all the time. And I don't remember the rest of it. Because I'm just rambling, but from what people have told me, it was just one of these moments that everyone was like, yeah, they agreed with me, but they were also scared because, uh, (laughs) bless her heart, uh, Amy Tingle was another highlight of this night. She was so lovely. All that she did was whenever I was up there, she was like trying to like coax me down from the couch. She just goes... Maddie, she was Maddie. tucking you off the ledge. Pretty much. She was, like, she was like, Maddie, no, no. Hey, babe, hey, hey, we can hear you just fine on the ground. Like, it's okay. Just come down. Just just come down with us. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Please fine. hand me that knife and get off the couch. <laughs> everything, everything is fine. Everything is fine. If I was like, I was very much in the state of like, no, Asifer, I haven't been drinking. Like, I was bordering that, but still like aware spatially. Um... And in this particular point in time in my life, I had recently gotten broken up with for the millionth time. But it wasn't—it wasn't so much of a breakup because the thing that happened wasn't even a real relationship. It was that thing that was like the courting stage, and then as how I had usually like seen it play out, this guy broke it off. Yeah. So I was feeling lonely, and like I got to that level of drunk where like after speech, Maddie is like horny, Maddie mm. for some reason. And, uh, you just sort of skipped the depressed stage and went straight to the horse. Yeah, stage. because like there's no reason to be depressed whenever like I so me being a Leo, I also think that this definitely affects it. Whenever I get drunk and I've after I've given love to all these people, I'll look in a mirror, see myself, and be like, "Yeah, girl, you go get <laughs> fucked." Like that's <laughs> that's what happens. So um, I wasn't dating anybody at the time, and I decided that I was just gonna hook up with all these dudes. Uh, that works on the show with me for the rest of the semester, and in my drunk brain, it was like, only it's I'd fine. Been there. It's gonna be great. It's gonna <laughs> be. Hot. You were there for a hot second. You and I like clasped hands, and then I released, Aww. and I went on to the rest of the party. I remember spots of this. Um, but I remember there was this one guy. We're gonna call him Michael. Sure. Um, <laughs> Is Michael. it Michael? <laughs> <laughs> There is a Michael. Michael Conway was... There's a few Michaels. There's so many Michaels. That's what is the beauty of it. You don't know which one. (laughs) But um, his name is changed. This is not any actual Michael. But Michael was, like, chilling out, and I had, like, noticed that he was, like, looking at me all the time, probably because I was making a spectacle of myself, not because he was actually that attracted to me. But um, I... Like, music was pumping, and we were all dancing, and, like, I danced up to Michael, and I was just like, Michael, you, you, hey, hey, we, we should go outside. 
And he just goes, yeah, okay. And, like, we go outside, and then uh, we're just chilling outside for maybe the whole of 15 seconds. And then I just start kissing him. Mm. Like, oh. just, like, hardcore, like, no holes bar, real, real aggressive. And he was about it. He was, like, feeling it. He was just like, this girl, I'm making out with this girl. I'm making mm. out with the head bitch of this department. Hell yeah. Um, problem was, he was saying some of that out loud. Oh. As we were making out, he was like, "Oh yes, oh yeah, you're so great, you're so good, <laughs> you're ah, so, oh. ooh." And I <laughs> sounds like cocaine behavior. It wasn't. He was like, he was maybe just like drunk, but I don't know what what his deal was. Wink, and, wink. Um, <laughs> he was me, just drunk. He was just yeah. I I hope so because I hope he does do that like now with like other people. But <laughs> right. like, you're so great, man. <laughs> This is so hot. <laughs> You're so powerful and it just turns me on. <laughs> God, it was the worst. And um, it was the one sober moment that I had in this drunken stupor where in the middle of us making out, I could not take it. I did not want commentary. I just wanted a fleshy body <laughs> to make out with. You just with. wanted a tongue. That's I just wanted want. the tongue. I just wanted a little fiddle with the clittle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, on a uh, bench in a courtyard. <laughs> this is in college law. Yeah, that's okay. so good. Oh, gosh. But so <laughs> um, in the middle of us making out, I stop him. I put my hands on his chest, push him away from me, just look him square in the face and say... You can go back to the party now. Ooh. And then you kicked him off the roof. No, (laughs) emotionally, for sure. (laughs) But um, I I just remember saying that to him and him being like, oh, but I thought, I'm like, no, no. And then the security came and escorted him. (laughs) (laughs) But then he he went back into the party and uh, I was out there by myself for a little bit. And uh, it was partially because I didn't like making out with him, but then I shortly found out that it was because I also needed to vomit. Mm. And I vomited all over the courtyard. Oh, no. And then I fell asleep. Fertilize like, the plants. Fertilize the plants. Fertilize it was like I, I, I <laughs> vomited on the concrete, and then I fell asleep in the plants. It was just like, Bleh! and then like lean back, and I was asleep in the grass. And from what I've been told, nobody found me for the next 30 minutes. Oh. Nobody knew where I had gone until they went to the courtyard found my body and they were just like maddie and i was like i was like yeah yeah huh and it turned out i just needed to like take a little nap and i was like back and you're back at it mm-hmm. no giving more speeches and giving more speeches making out with people that <laughs> did not ask me to make that with learned like, a lot tonight they're like oh you just threw up didn't you okay yeah mm-hmm. mm, maddie. <laughs> there was there was a quite quite a uh 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 I had created a situation that I did not want to have myself. I'm sure in. everyone th- was throwing up at that party. Yeah, but there would be multiple people in the bathroom at the same time, true. vomiting, as I remember it, true. like taking turns in the over bathtub. each other, it's or like just that, like at the same time. Like that scene if you're in me and bridesmaids, Ross. where she <laughs> oh, no, yeah. runs in and throws up on <laughs> throws top of her hair. <laughs> yeah, I would think that it, I'm such a gross person, but I'm like the visual I have in my mind is if you're looking in the toilet bowl, it's kind of like whenever you go to Splash Town and there's like that big cone ride that mm. people like get into like inflatable tube people throw up in. yeah but it's Whoa, like it's like if God. you were the perspective of like looking into that tube it's just like vomits mm. just like a vomit <laughs> swirl, swirl. that's <laughs> an image man sorry <laughs> but yes that was my drunken escapade uh the notorious blackout party it's wonderful thank you yeah. <laughs> i 
did not mean to become a bitch in that moment, but I was at that point of hey. drunk where it was like, hey, you called me head bitch, I am head bitch. Shut the fuck up or get out. <laughs> now I'm going to exercise my power. <laughs> For sure. When you want to end something, you got to end it. So Kyle, you have another story. Yeah, so it was um, senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I was in the closet, but obviously I'm not that a very good actor, as you two both know personally. And <laughs> so there were, you know, some not very nice rumors about me and things like that. And so I kind of just tried to stay out of people's line of attention. And I remember after my English class, um, senior year, this kid, Eric, came up to me and was like, hey, um, oh, I can't use his name. My friend, fuck, David, my friend David um, really likes you and he like wants to go, maybe go on a date with you. Like, can I give um, you his number? And so in my head, I thought like, Eric is pretty popular and preppy and the guy who was talking about David, I didn't know he was gay. As far as I knew, he was straight. That was how he presented himself. So I was like, oh, you guys are going to like ask me to meet you in some parking lot and like break my kneecap. So I literally told him like, go fuck yourself, like <laughs> leave me alone. But he like over the course of several days, he kept talking to me about it. And I don't know, he, there was just something about the way he was presenting it that I was like maybe he's telling the truth like maybe David really does like me and who knows maybe we could hang out and so Mm -hmm. I he gave me David's number and I started texting him and he turned out to be really sweet actually and I realized Mm -hmm. if I was like okay if this is a con this is a long con that these pot addled people probably couldn't (laughs) see all the way through it's a little too much for their (laughs) for their diminished brain capacity but um so yeah like we um I'd been hanging out with and he would like smoke me out before school every morning and um, with Eric and like that was fun I'd never smoked weed before so I thought I was being like so cool obviously <laughs> weed is not cool it's just weed but at the time I was like that's right I'm rolling up to school blazed <laughs> like had my sunglasses on all dramatic you know that's when you got all of your shirts that say 420 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the ones oh you God. still wear today it's surprising I don't own any weed memorabilia honestly <laughs> I try to keep that part of my life private, wink, wink, he says on a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I've been talking to Robbie, and he like finally was like, we should go on a date somewhere. And I was like, okay, like a Yay. date. And he was like, let's go to the Arboretum. And I was like, that would be dope. And he came and picked me up, and my mom came outside and met him, and it was all very formal Aww. and sweet. And then the second my mom rolled away, he pulled out the blunts, and I was like, yeah, my mom, we gonna get lit. And so, <laughs> so he, like, smoked me out on the way to the Arboretum, and, like, this is my hindsight speculation. I don't think it was just weed. And knowing what I know about David now and his um, certain propensity towards certain things, I don't know. I could, I could have, it just could a have just little bit me. of meth. <laughs> just Ooh, don't even say that. That's scary. <laughs> that that makes it even scarier. You and only accidentally do meth once. That is actually I can. You're allowed one mulligan. I can confirm that. <laughs> actually, they call it meth mulligan. You need to edit that out. And it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I have to try everything one once, you know. Life is short. I'm a trisexual, as Samantha Jones would say. <laughs> but yeah, so, I don't know. I could have also just, like, I forget that when you first smoke weed, you get really stoned. Like, I always laugh, like, weed, what a, you know, what a joke. But I guess people really do get fucked up when they first start smoking. So it could have been that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We get to the Arboretum, and I felt like we were on another, like, planet. Like, mm-hmm. the flowers are about to start being like, Welcome to the 
freedom and start singing like in the breeze like it was it was just trippy and everything was really colorful and we were kind of walking in circles i realize now but we didn't realize it and oh, i was God. kind of freaked out and i was like there's these people around blah, blah blah they're gonna know i'm high and like and we were talking and like when you're stoned and you're with somebody who's stoned it um the way you perceive other people, you're really cognizant of subtle awkwardness in a conversation or whether or not you don't have anything to say to that person. Mm-hmm. It's like this buzzing weight where you can just feel... You can really read situations differently. It's like from a gut level almost. Yeah. yeah. And I just realized we had nothing to say to each other and it was became very uncomfortable really fast and like... <laughs> and so then he of course like leads me over to this bench like by the trees and I was like oh no I hope he's just tired <laughs> and wants to get water um but no so he just like kind of grabs me all like, clumsily and just like shoves his tongue down my throat and oh. he had like those cracked stoner lips and like these little baby hairs on his lip and it literally was like somebody I had like shoved a pork sandwich into my mouth and I just like <laughs> oh, went along God. with it like like freaking out the entire time like it was my first kiss and I was like this is kissing this <laughs> is kissing fuck this and like, you've I never kissed anybody since then right probably not a lot honestly I've, I've like never even learned how to kiss well because like having that be my first experience uh, honestly like has made me repelled I think I think, like, everybody has that, like, aspect of just, like, a first that they just apply to everything. Like, just mm-hmm. as a tiny aside, like, getting off of that is that my first kiss was with a dude that had a full-on, like, porn stash. Right. And I've now realized, like, you just telling the story, I only have ever gotten involved with men who don't have facial hair. <laughs> and I wonder if that's because of that. Because of porn. I stuff. bet it is. When you realize what doesn't work for you, yeah. like it makes you want to seek out. And other that things. sucks that that was your first experience with like someone like like yeah. your first romantic experience with anybody, especially in high school. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that sucks. Um. Yes, uh, I was telling Mark earlier that uh, of, of the stories that I have of like my uh, romantic, just like all the shenanigans I get into, and I think yeah. our first shenanigan was probably the night that um, we decided to hook up. So I would more say that our first shenanigan was the night that Ian threw up. That was that's more. what I said. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's where I feel like it all started. Okay, yeah. which which part of so, the story? So we have we have Austin here. Yes, Maddie's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. This is and the first time Maddie. I've had a couple on the podcast. So, so. Cool. Yeah. groundbreaking. <laughs> it's just like have you ever had a breakup on podcast? Just ask. Ooh, just well, like, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> the next time Listen, I dump somebody, I'm we have to keep the ratings mark. up. So. Just, <laughs> It's for the ratings, babe. Just, yeah, just I call just, in. Like, like, uh, all right, you're on speakerphone? <laughs> just like a Mark like introduces like Austin, Maddie's boyfriend, and I'm like, and I am Maddie, Austin's girlfriend. And together we're Audi- Audible. Audible. This podcast brought Bought to you by Audible. Audible. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It's a great way to Hello to Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You guys okay. know Blue Apron. Um, so which which part of this story do you want to take? Do you want to take um, 
the the night of the twenty first craziness. I want to do. Or you do can you do twenty first craziness because okay. I I want to do that car ride where we talked about that night okay. and then led into us okay. forming a relationship. Okay. Aww. Because <laughs> I want to make fun of her. That's why. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, is it okay that we name him? Has, has I don't oh, know yeah. if this is like common knowledge. Oh, it's. Yes. Okay. Please. <laughs> so, um, a previous guest on this show, Ian, mm-hmm. um, he celebrated his 21st birthday. Oh my god. <laughs> so unprofessional. You Fucking are the rude. Just, you come in on a spontaneous <laughs> podcast and your phone that isn't on silent. Ugly blue wow. shirt. I actually have to take this. <laughs> but, um, so. It was Ian's 21st birthday, but the problem is he didn't tell anyone it was his 21st birthday. <laughs> we actually had to find out about it on, like, the day that it was happening. And we were hanging out earlier that evening, and um, it was, it, I just looked at him and I was like, wait, today's your birthday, right? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, and we just celebrated, like, with this thing that we did, like, birthday, today's your birthday. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, but that means today's your 21st birthday. And he goes, yeah. And I just asked him, Ian, did you, did, did you want to do any, it's your 21st birthday. You turned 21 at midnight. Yeah. That's just Ian. But <laughs> this is what I don't understand is that he didn't tell anybody. He didn't contact anybody. He didn't even tell us before. Cause like the thing that we were hanging out, we were over at our, like our college's TV station and we made a show that was kind of like, um, that you actually started Mark. Mm-hmm. Called Weird Wild Stuff, and yeah. it is sort basically. Of like, whose line is it anyway? Oh my god, yes. Mark, you're the reason for this! <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Mark orchestrated all of this, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's been my plan since the beginning. <laughs> Just so you could have a couple I mean, on your podcast. Yes. That's, I literally, like, three years in the making. Mark oh god. So, um, because Ian didn't plan anything, me being the mom that I am, I decided to plan a birthday for him out of the blue. Um, but the, the thing that should be noted here is that, like, I had recently broken up with, uh, my first long-term ex, and, um... (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, he's fine. No, no, it was, it was, uh, I had, at this point... (laughs) Like, recovered mostly from it. I was feeling more comfortable, like, being by myself and being single. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just excited to, like, go downtown with my friends, have a good time, just, like, hang out with all my friends. Um, and I invited a bunch of people out with us. It, because it was so last minute, I didn't really expect anybody really to come. Mm-hmm. And that was also Ian's reasoning was because I think it was either right before spring break or right as spring break was uh, wrapping up yeah. and he was like no one's gonna be in town anyway it's not a big deal I was like no we're going out drinking you're coming downtown we're doing this and Ian had to go have dinner with his family first and then it turned out the only people that could go were me and Austin so we were just like there was somebody else wasn't there no it was, it was just, just us, us. Okay. it was just yeah, us yeah that's right yeah and like we um, before we went we I think we actually went did we go and grab dinner no, I'm thinking of something different. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Um, but Austin and I agreed. We were like, okay, we're going to be at Ian's place at this time, and we're going to pregame there, and then we're going to go downtown. Oh, you're... Th- okay, I know who you're thinking of. So <laughs> we we get back to Ian's place, and we're pregaming at Ian's place, and it's just like a whiskey, and we're taking shots, and I'm making Ian take a shot every 15 minutes because you as should. You as, you, yes. as you need to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't do it every 21 minutes. The math doesn't add up. It has to be 15, yeah. so it's four shots an hour. 
Oh um, my god, four shots of <laughs> Oh, I couldn't even handle that these days. Oh. Um, what Ian had failed to tell me before we started drinking is that the only meal he had had that day was with his family at dinner. That so, is typical college boy shit. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to cook, so they wait for their mom to come into town to <laughs> spoon feed them. Why do you that think was the only meal he had <laughs> that month? Yes. Yeah. No, it was, just been it was rationing terrible. grapes like, <laughs> in his fridge. Like him and Brand just one jar of mustard so, and to, grapes. To give Ian a little bit more credit, like he, he does know how to fend for himself. But I don't know what it was about that day, um, but because he hadn't eaten anything... Hmm. He was at no liberty to, like, go out hard drinking. He didn't have anything to buffer it. And even while he was at dinner, he had started the evening drinking beer because they went to Pint House Pizza, a great place here in Austin, that's, like, primarily pizza and beer. That's what you get. Um, And then we had just been taking a bunch of shots, and I was like, you know, are you going to be okay? He's like, yeah, fine. Everything's fine. So we go downtown, and we, like, start hitting up a bunch of different bars, and it's going great until we realize that Ian is not okay. (laughs) Uh, like Ian, it was fun. It, it was, was fun. It was, fun. <laughs> it was great. He walked into like we went to like uh, some like kind of uh, speakeasy type bar, mm-hmm. and they still had like a Christmas tree set up in like March. Sure. Uh, and like as soon as he walks in, he goes, "They think it's still Christmas in here. Somebody needs to tell them it's March." He's like yelling out loud. And people are like, what? And there's like people really well dressed up and very. <laughs> Underclass about the whole thing. It was just so bad, and yeah. like he got himself an old fashioned, and mm. the old fashioned in this particular bar came with king ice. So it's just like that massive ice cube. Ian picked up the king ice and just stared at it, sure. holding that like in front of his face, just going, "Do you guys see how big this ice is? Do you guys see it?" And we were, and I like was just like playing. Mama, I was like. Yes, sweetie, I see. I see it. I put it, see it. Put the put, ice. Put it, put put it, it back. Put it down. You're good. Like, remember how earlier I was saying that, like, Amy Tingle was taking care of me? Mm-hmm. Finally, the tables have turned at this point in my life. The tingles have turned. <laughs> the tingles I, have turned. I love you. Oh, my God. I love you so much. It was so low effort. That was so low effort. <laughs> Sounds but, like, like a USA Network My God. <laughs> the tingles have turned. But, um, so, the night ends, essentially... Or at least we thought the night ended when we brought Ian back to his apartment. And we're all just hanging out. We're, like, still talking. We're having a good time. Um, Austin and I haven't had as many drinks as Ian had because since you go downtown on 6th Street in Austin, you tell the bartenders that it's your birthday, you are given a free birthday shot. We had gone to three different bars. And then also there are people at those bars that wanted to buy Ian a drink because, like, he seemed like such a fun guy. And it he was, was screaming cool. about Christmas. It yeah. was <laughs> Christmas in March. <laughs> he, had, he had the Christmas spirit. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh he got Christmas God. spirits. The bells still <laughs> rang in his yes. heart. The Polar um, Express. Sweet boy. Um, but it, it, it literally took Ian all of maybe five minutes to just realize he felt really, really sick. Mm-hmm. So then he got up from the table, like, mid-conversation, and me and Austin were kind of, like, talking to each other primarily. And he just, like, quietly goes to the bathroom. And me and Austin were, like, sitting there just, like, catching up, being like, this was a fun evening. Like, this is super cool. We haven't mm-hmm. been able to, like, hang out like this ever. So this was kind of, like, interesting. Um, and at this point in time, me and Austin are very platonic. Like, it could not be, like, there was no sexual tension. Mm-mm between us at all and we had known each other actually this was two years after we had initially met 
Yeah, but we'd like never like really talked. We no. like hadn't started having like long conversations until we started working on weird wild stuff. Weird wild stuff. Yeah. Then we had like two. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had a one really long deep conversation talking about our exes and our um, mm-hmm. previous relationships, and they're like. Our big relationship that yeah. we felt like defined us. Speaking now. of exes, that night uh, that we went out partying, my at the time like half ex girlfriend, like we were still trying to like talk things out. She was planning on meeting us downtown, <laughs> like that was going to happen, but like it just ended up not happening. So mm-hmm. things would have turned out very different <laughs> if if she was there. She probably just came and saw you out through the window and like dramatically swiveled around. She would have seen, seen one girl with two guys being like, oh, that's a threesome. Oh, <laughs> he's bisexual now. <laughs> She's telling this story on her podcast. I went downtown to get him back and there he was. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Ian, Ian was really, really sick, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like I am allowed to disclose all the details of just how sick he was. But oh, he was very, very just sick. Baby. All the holes. Yes. All the holes. Oh, all kinds of stuff. Himself. No, no, no! That is not true. <laughs> Ian, no, we know that didn't happen, and that's just a joke. You had to burn his pants that night, and <laughs> y'all are so mean. Just a third of the hole, guys. Just a third <laughs> of the hole. It was just like a shark. It's an eight. It didn't count. It's just how, like, when you, like, give birth, you poop a little. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just on the table. You know, it's all connected. Oh, he definitely went through a rebirth that night. Um, <laughs> just, like, he was just, he, he, it was, it was very entertaining. But at the end of it, he was okay, and he was, like, going to sleep in his bed. But at this point, it's, like... 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m. or something? Can I just say that I love the fact that, like, our every time we tell the story of, like, how we got together, it has to involve the story about how Ian got so fucked up. <laughs> like, it always has to involve, like, an embarrassing story for Ian. Which is why every time that he sees us, any time that we're affectionate toward each other, he just looks at us and just goes... <laughs> Nope, not glass. Then he breaks the glass. <laughs> he smashes it. <laughs> Malta Tom! We're really worried about you, Ian. We're here if you need to. But uh, he, he was like... He violently sleep. throws up every time mm. he sees you guys. Go. I mean, like, he actually will make the sound. And it's funny because, so like, funny. we're both like, we know what you really mm-hmm. sound like whenever you're really sick. Don't play with us. Um, but so he is going to sleep and at that point I decided that like I was going to stay up and like make sure that he was okay. Um, Ian's roommate, Johnny, was the one that you were thinking of that when he was thinking about going out with us, but then he ended up not because Mm. he was like really tired, but Johnny was really great and he, um, pulled out like their pull out couch, um, and like got me a bunch of sheets and was just kind of like. Here's a bed if you want to sleep on it. And, like, I'm also right next door to Ian's room, so if you need me, like, let me know. Yeah. So, um, me and Austin are just kind of, like, the only ones left being awake. And we hadn't really talked at that, like, at this point whenever, like, things were getting, like, crazy. So, as soon as, like, Johnny had gone to bed, we know that Ian is asleep. And um, we were just, like, looking at each other, just going, what a fucking night. Like... (laughs) Goodness gracious. Uh, Austin had been great the entire time because I had told him, like, I need you to go get Gatorade and this. And he was like, I'm on it. And he just, like, left to go get the things for Ian. Meanwhile, like, I was helping, like, nurse Ian and, like, me, we were taking turns. So we had just gone through this experience together. It brought us closer as friends, for sure, because, like, we knew that we could rely on each other in, like, times of crisis. In battles, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, there was this moment... 
right before Austin left, where we were looking at each other and we were like, oh my god, wow, fuck, we should not have him drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that, we shouldn't be around him when he drinks like this. And we were making jokes, and um, because I was like so relieved that everyone was fine and everyone was mm-hmm. okay, like I went in for a hug, and then Austin like accepted the hug as well. And we were just like holding each other for a second, just like taking in like everything that had just happened. And then you felt the boner. <laughs> <laughs> I I myself emotionally felt or like physically I emotionally felt emotional the boner. boner. Emotional boner. This is fine. I don't get those every ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I had gotten um, like that itch because I hadn't been with anyone physically for a little bit since mm. I had broken up with my ex, and I was like oh, this feels good. This feels good to be held. Uh-oh. And um, we pulled apart, but we were still holding each other. And we were looking at each other. And you know that look that someone gives you right before they're about to kiss you? Unfortunately. Like, where you... <laughs> but, like, so you can... I know to run. <laughs> you, can, you can, like, feel like there's this palpable tension. Um I realized that maybe I wasn't ready for this. So then mm. whenever that look crossed both our faces, I just said, Okay, goodnight! And I, like, let go of him. And I, like, walked away quickly to the kitchen and started, like, aimlessly cleaning up cups. That weren't mine. This is not my apartment. You this just, is oh Ian's apartment. You were doing Daddy's go-to de-stressor is cleaning things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have witnessed it. That makes you, you such a great You've lived with me does, at right? this point where you're just kind of like, if shit's going down, Maddie is scrubbing the dishes. Yeah. Like, but Sometimes um, you do shit just to make her stressed so she'll clean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have another rat, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. God. Oh. Uh, that fucking time. Uh, Here, but, try some acid. Like, no. <laughs> Cleaning on acid is great. Let's look for the rat on LSD. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but uh, Austin that time had just been standing there for a hot second after I like started going you, like, to the kitchen. Because you let go and went, okay, bye, and then immediately turn around and like you yeah. left the room before I left the room. I know. And I was the one leaving. I know. So I was like, uh, what just happened? I just needed, I needed to get distance between us because I was just kind of like, this is going to be going somewhere that maybe I don't know if I'm ready yet. Ah! And I like, I freaked out a little bit. And, um, as I was cleaning up, Austin just goes, yeah, yeah, okay, bye. And like recovered was like, yeah, no, yeah, okay, yeah, bye. And like, he starts leaving. And as I'm cleaning up the cups and I'm at the sink, I can see out of the corner of my eye, Austin <gasps> leaving the door or like opening the door and leaving the apartment. And then he looked back, and I felt him look back at me, and he just goes... I was actually falling from a great height. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he just, he, he, all he does is that whistle, and then he closed the door. And as I'm, like, cleaning out the house, I was like, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because I felt, like, this impending... Not, actually, <laughs> at the time I thought it was doom because I was like, oh no, I am attracted to one of my new and close friends, and I don't know what to do with myself. So, to get to Austin's part of the story, we have to flash forward a week later from the, the uh, this particular the incident. incident. The 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 incident.
This is right after the TSTV banquet, right? Yes. So we have TSTV banquet at... Uh, it was the Green Belt. At the Green Belt. So everyone's swimming, everyone's shirtless. It's hot and heavy. Mm -hmm. uh, you were very shirtless. I did not go to that. I was like, shirtless film majors, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so SPF then, 75. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we get back to Ian's again. Uh-huh. Because we went back to film another the final episode of Weird Wild Stuff, and then there we're like, hey, does anybody like want to go to Ian's and like uh, play Mario Kart and drink? And we're like, oh yeah, let's do that. Uh, so there's a dog upstairs that's like either <laughs> tap dancing or like singing or just doing both. Yeah, he's rehearsing. probably has a top hat on, yeah. and a cane. Yeah, they're practicing their um, cabaret acts. <laughs> <laughs> they're both in tuxedos up there. <laughs> He's got to do it before his friends come over to play poker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so we just have like a totally normal like friend hangout. And then uh, Maddie was the one that drove me from Weird Wild Stuff over to Ian's house because I live right next to campus. So uh, it just made sense. And then I, she's like, all right, I'm going to leave. Austin, you want to come with me? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And I hop in the car, completely innocent. I have like no idea like... At all, I don't. Remember. I had, like after like that whole incident. I was like, all right, she. I I, I fear like everything is just kind of, it's whatever. I, I don't need to think about it. It's probably not gonna happen, so it's totally fine. But we get in the car and like two blocks later, like after like some like pretty tense silence, she just goes, "I need to ask you something," and I go, "All right, yeah. What, what's you what you gotta ask?" Like I. Why is it that you're like <laughs> me? I am. Whenever you're like doing me, it's your normal voice. But when it's you, you just sound like. That's his impression. Of That's my impression of myself. Yeah, <laughs> of like gullible Austin. Like, oh sure, what's going on? <laughs> uh, and she goes, I think should we talk about that hug that we had in Ian's house? And my face just immediately like goes beat red, like, oh my god, what the hell? Did, why? What's, why? Why? <laughs> Let me inform the audience of what was going on between like us getting in my car and the, the before like that question that I asked is that in my head I am running scenarios of just like I should probably talk to him about this. Should I talk to him about this now? I should probably not mention this. But maybe I should mention this. I just I haven't really been with anybody for a really long time. It's gonna be like kind of crazy. My mind moves at like a million miles per hour. And while she was thinking about that, I was thinking about chicken strips at Whataburger. Mm -hmm. So I was like, they completely <laughs> floored me and like caught me completely off guard. Uh, You're like this is way better than. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> guess I'm not getting those chicken strips. Damn. <laughs> but she like. We, we like go into talking about it, and then she kind of sporadically and very just like not enthusiastically, just kind of erratically, just, just really crazily, kind of like throws out the idea of being friends with benefits. <laughs> like I don't even remember the words you use specifically. I remember it being along the lines of, "Hey, I really like you. Do you really like me? You want to hook up, maybe?" It was like it was something. It was something along to the effect of, "Hey, let's fuck. Is that okay? I don't know. Is it?" <laughs> One more graceful than let's fuck. I love how bold you were. You took the lead, and I yeah. like that. She she parked in front of your place and went, "Fuck, fuck, fuck." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck." fuck. <laughs> uh, it, like, and so we get to my place, and it's like a five-minute drive, but we sit in like her car for like ten minutes, just kind of like t throwing back and forth the idea, and then uh, I kind of just throw out the idea, like, okay, what, like, 
Yes, I do. <laughs> like that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> like I would totally be um, all thumbs up over here. But and you I, were you were also you were just unsure if it was something that I wanted to do. Yeah, like it, you seemed based off of your behavior, like you had no idea. Even though you're the one that like threw it out there, like whether or not it was going to happen or not. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it does. Like it's it's fine. Like no pressure. Even though I was like internally freaking out, I was like, maybe we should just like. Go into my place and just kind of like chill out on my couch and we can talk more about it there because we've been sitting in my car Mm -hmm. or your car for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, let's do that. And then we get into my place and then we spend 10 minutes, just kind of more than 10 minutes. It was the way that I kind of remember it. It felt like it was like 45 minutes almost to an hour. Maybe it was like 20 to 30 minutes of us just sitting on the couch Having like pros and cons yeah. of what we were gonna do. Like we, we got did not... the yellow legal pad. <laughs> it was very. It wasn't a legal pad. It was a whole canvas, and, and it was the really big. You got the one. whiteboard. Yeah. And... She made a fucking PowerPoint. Yeah. In five minutes, in between five minutes. me being in my car and yeah. entering yeah. your apartment. <laughs> like those clip art graphics. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know that Charlie Day meme from It's Always Sunny, where he's just like looking at the conspiracy theory yeah. board? That's me. <laughs> this situation where I'm like, I still like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, So yeah, we have, we have like a long conversation and then it like kind of, she asks like, can I like snuggle with you? And I was like, oh, yeah. And, and then she does. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I also like that very much. <laughs> <laughs> I like a snuggle. Uh, and so like, as soon as she like, that, like that's the moment where I was like, oh, this is, this is good. Is like Aww. very good snuggler. Like you just kind of like immediately like clicked with my body. Just like found like the right cozy place. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And you you let me know that you said out loud, oh, you're very good at this. And Aww. it was in that moment where I knew I was gonna fuck this dude. 